What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. The bigger your goals are, and the more outrageous they are, then the people will always say, this is crazy, this will never happen. You know, we, we have heard all the naysayers and everything like that. And uh, you just cannot pay any attention to that because it's just the way it is. I always feel like if I can see it, if I can believe it, then I can achieve it. So let me tell you something, visualizing your goal and going after it makes it fun. You got to have a purpose no matter what you do in life. You got to have a purpose. So the, 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 the training of the body, extremely important. The training of the mind, extremely important. That's why I say to people, I say you got to educate yourself, you got to read something every day, you got to learn a new language, you got to just always improve and look at what can you do to improve your business or your life in general. So when someone says, no, this is a stupid idea, you in your mind, you don't have to say it, but in your mind just say to yourself, you, you're not What do you know? There are certain things that we need to do that is supposed to be a routine, uh, that's supposed to be kind of part of your daily schedule without you having to think about it. And uh, so that's basically my, my kind of routine and I'm a big believer in that. People should just realize that I'm not going to have any sympathy for any of those things, you know, when someone says it's difficult, because there is a lot of things in life that are difficult. And you have to ask yourself the question right off the top, you know, are you going to be one of those guys that are going to go and back off every time something is difficult? Or do you want to be one of those guys that says, look, it doesn't matter if it's easy or difficult or most difficult, I'm going to go and crush through it. That's me. That's the person that I want to be. And I'm going to prove it to myself and I'm going to prove it to the rest of the world. So yeah, there are certain things that are difficult. It's difficult for people to have a routine, but they just have to go and do that and they should just work on it. Where they go and say, do something very simple. I'm gonna go and get up every morning at, let's say, an hour early before they normally get up and just work on that. And then the next time they work on it and say, okay, I'm gonna get up early and I'm gonna go and make my coffee or my tea or whatever. And I'm gonna read papers, even though maybe I haven't read the paper yet in the last 10 years. Just add that to you. Then don't even ask about it, should or should or not. That's the key thing about the routine is that you don't ask yourself, should I or shouldn't I? You just do it. Now let me get right away to the first rule of success. The first rule of success is to have a vision. You see, if you don't have a vision of where you go and if you don't have a goal where you go, you drift around and you never end up anywhere. It's like you can have the best ship in the world, you can have the best airplane in the world. If the pilot or the captain doesn't know where to go, it will just drift around. It will not end up anywhere or most likely in the wrong place. So I was very fortunate 
that I stumble onto my vision. I mean, as you know, I was born in 1947 in Austria after the Second World War. And I didn't really like Austria when I grew up. I couldn't wait to get out of there. I couldn't see myself becoming a farmer or a worker in a factory or anything like that. Even though my parents wanted me to stay there and have a normal life. My father wanted me to become a police officer like he was. My mother wanted me just to stay there and marry a girl with the name of Heidi, hopefully. And have a bunch of kids and run around like the Van Trapp family in the sound of music. But that was their vision, not mine. Because when you have a goal, when you have a vision, everything becomes easy. Because remember that in America, for instance, when you study, you will see the percentage of people that like their jobs. 74% hate their job in America. Now, there's not much different when you come to Europe. The majority of people don't like what they're doing because they're really not doing it because they didn't have a goal and they followed this goal. They just aimlessly drift around and then all of a sudden there's a job opening so they get that job because you have to work. But then when you work, it's a chore. It's work. It's not fun. So if you think about only a quarter of the people really enjoy what they're doing in life, that is unbelievable if you think about it. So I felt so blessed that I knew what I was doing. It's like a medical student that studies and knows he wants to become a doctor. You know where to go. Don't listen to the naysayers. Everything I ever did, the thing that I heard out of people's mouth was, that's impossible. That can't be done. Or no. I remember when I want to be a bodybuilding champion, including my parents and everyone else around me, said, this is impossible. Why don't you become a ski champion? That's what they do in Austria. Or a bicycle champion to do some track and field. You can't be a bodybuilding champion. That is exactly what I heard. And of course, I proved to the people that it can't be done. So whenever someone said to me, it can't be done, I heard it can be done. When they said no, I heard yes. And when they said it's impossible, I heard it is possible. Because I am a strong believer. I'm a strong believer of what Nelson Mandela said that everything is always impossible until someone does it. Well, I'm going to be the one, I said to myself, I'm going to do it and I'm going to show it to them. Maybe it has never been done before. That's perfectly fine with me. But I'm going to do it. Work your ass off. There is no magic out there. And it drives me crazy when people say that they don't have enough time to go to the gym for 45 minutes a day and work out or to do something for 45 minutes to an hour a day to improve. If it is physically improve or if it is mentally to improve. Imagine you read one hour a day about history. How much you will learn after 365 hours in one year. Think about if you study 
about the history of musicians, of composers, how much you would know. Imagine if you would work on the business and some business that you want to develop every day for an hour. Imagine how further along you will go and get. So it drives me nuts because we have, when people say we don't have the time, we have 24 hours a day. We sleep six hours a day, so it gives you still 18 hours. Now there's someone shaking their head out here in front to say probably, I don't sleep six hours, I sleep eight hours, right? Or just sleep faster. So we have 18 hours a day, the average person works around 8 to 10 hours. So let's assume it's 10 hours, so we have 8 hours left. Then you travel around an hour a day, maybe 2 hours a day. So now you have still 6 hours left. So what do you do with the 6 hours? What do you do with the 6 hours? Then we eat a little bit, then we schmooze a little bit, talk a little bit to people and all that stuff. But you can see how much time there is available if you organize your day. So you got to work hard. Bottom line is, and why I like to do those seminars or those lectures uh, or those motivational speeches or whatever you may call it, is because you can pump up people and you can really give them this extra push that they need. Give them encouragement, uh, give them kind of get them into a positive thinking mode and all of those things because I know that I'm a product of exactly that. Yeah. I remember that when I was 15 years old and picking up this magazine and reading about Rage Park, I was so pumped up. I went home and all of the things that I hated at home and all of the things that I hated in school <laughs> all of a sudden disappeared because now I had a purpose. Now I knew where I was going. I read it in the magazine, I said, this is what Reg Park did. Oh yeah, he came from a poor place, Leeds. It was a factory town, it was dirty and polluted and everything like this. And that's where he grew up. That's kind of the way I grew up here. And, you know, I followed his footsteps and it worked. And so this is why it is so, if when he just, just through a magazine has this kind of a power over me. Yep. Imagine now if we go there and tell people life you can do it. You can do it. You can be the greatest. Do it. Go for it. Get to the chopper. You know, whatever. I mean, it's like you pump people up. And so this is why I like doing it because uh, I feel like I'm a product of a lot of encouragement from so many people. So I want to do the same because remember in the end, we I always say we're not judged by how much we make, but we're judged by how much we give back. Nice. How much do we give? So that's what I want to give something back.